it's perhaps becoming a little more normal, a strange episode in human history. Uh, and we're trying to make the best use of it. There's strong limitations around for retreat in that you don't, you're in your own home, so you don't get the advantage of getting out of your personal space into some place where your normal, um, intrusions are, are taken away from you. Um, so you're in your own space. So there's a slight, you lose that advantage. Perhaps you lose the advantage of other people being around. Uh, though that can all cause, create <laughs> certain issues by itself. But we're kind of getting the sense there's an over a hundred of us somewhere who are connecting into this theme and practicing together. And there's something beautiful about the sense in which this can be, uh, quite a wide span across areas of the world. So you can bring that to mind. And uh, this is important to get the sense of the spiritual community. Um, and then considering this format, one of the topics that you have to consider for yourself is how do you create your retreat space in your home? Um, and that itself can be quite a helpful exercise. Um, just being able to determine things you will not be occupying your attention with, not be doing, putting things aside, and so creating a certain temple by getting to your meditation practice, your Dhamma concerns, your Dhamma interests, and letting that stipulate what you have around you, you know, what you switch off, what you put aside, and making quite a deliberate and continual practice of that. So that's a good exercise, because if you can do it on Zoom, in this situation, you've got a stronger precedent for being able to do it in other other situations, other times and places. So let's just get here more fully. We'll get here by deliberately establishing the chitta, the heart-mind, sense of the seeking, the spiritual inquiry putting aside what seems unnecessary feels unnecessary topics concerns the deliberate effort to keep putting those aside And using a, a gentle, putting it like a sweeping energy in your mind, as if you're just lightly sweeping through your mind. Just enough, 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 enough of that. Not for now. This is moving mental energy. This is not huge power. It's a matter of certain attitude. if you're declining an invitation saying you've had enough of that for now 
So the movement of mind that we're encouraging in meditation is uh, it's heartful. It begins with uh, right right perspective, right view. There are things, skillful things, good things to be cultivated here, and intention right, to to relinquish what you don't need to put that aside. So it's very much getting the attitude, the heartful attitude. When you get the heartful attitude, there's an energy in that that relinquishes, relaxes, turns away from And the other aspect of that, there's an energy there, certain cooling, soothing, and calming of energy. And the other aspect of how we... um, operate the mind, the heart-mind, is getting interested in, lingering in, returning to uh, this movement of mind, to sense of presence, being embodied, being here. As if you're walking in through a door, what's this? opening a door of your body or your embodiment. Difference being that your body, generally speaking, is what we see with our eyes. And embodiment is the feeling, the felt body. Vibrant, living, sensitive, uh, shifting experience that arises in awareness. A very rich Intriguing, non-verbal, non-rational, non-lateral, just this organic living phenomenon that we move into. What's this? Getting interested in it. We can review it, note it, name it in certain broad um, terms, a sense of firmness, something occupies space, something extends over space, something, there's a certain mass there. Call this earth. There's a degree of warmth and coolness there. Vitality. We call this fire. It sort of... And these are... can be 
complex, that is some areas are, there's a feeling of warmth, some less warm, maybe points of coolness or heat, vitality, uh, lack of vitality. Same thing with the earth, some places feel really rock solid, some places more earthy, some places very soft and uh, subtle. Moving into that. And we'll notice also the quality of, there's always something moving. There's the deep tide we associate with breathing. Deep tide running through this um, embodiment. Swelling. So it's rhythmic tide. There may be other movements, there may be other movements in, in this heartbeat, um, tissues releasing or shifting, trembles, but the main, following the main tide, the undercurrent running through that, this is the air element. And notice also, it's called the water element, which is the property, the quality, whereby there are no divisions in this, in this embodiment. Things shifting from hard to soft, warm to cool, vibrant, stale. There's no hard edges. Everything's cohesive. It's like a, like a lake with different currents and eddies in it, water element. And we don't notice that. I don't have to make anything out of it, but this is, what we call this the somatic body. Body that is very much associated with mental behavior. As we know, if we feel tense, tight in the mind, that, that somatic quality shifts to something more intense, maybe harder. If we get angry, it heats up. If we're sad, it becomes cold and damp and sinking. If we're inspired, things light up. If we're lifted. Physical body doesn't change that much, but the somatic body shifts in accordance with these mental or heartful inclinations, negative or positive. Uh, 
and what we will try to work with or the missing piece is the harmony or the harmonization of these two um, domains, the mental, psychological, emotional, roughly speaking, the mental domain, the chitta domain, and the somatic domain, and how these, bringing these into harmony, and so that when they are in harmony, we're able to discern what brings around disharmony, conflict, uh, imbalance, um, missing pieces, where we just feel just numb, void. And so it really, um, this is the, the interaction between those two is extremely, um, useful and profitable. Uh, because if there's, it is in harmony, our thinking's clearer, our impulses are more steady and clear, you know, there's greater bodily health and vitality. And, uh, it changes, changes one's life because you, you begin to notice input that throws you out of harmony. Um, sensory input that seems conflicting, psychological attitudes that no longer fit. And so it's an extremely important piece to, to find. So let's take some time steadying into this, what we put aside. And the putting aside is a cool, repeated sweeping away like you're wiping something down, brushing away enough. Don't want the invitation, thank you, that's plenty. And then the movement in is like an invitation in that you are interested in accepting. Get interested. Without forcing in, interested and being prepared to linger in this territory, somatic territory, because the actual way in which you approach this affects the territory. So if you approach this territory from, uh, well, let's get this sorted out, concentrate, that has an effect on a somatic domain. It's already feeling somebody is going to start pushing me around. And it, it's not a helpful, um, not a helpful input that we enter in with faith, something good in here, with right energy, inviting, positive, encouraging, lingering, caring, interested, right kind of energy, and persistent, patient, lingering. That's our entry. And there may be a range of qualities there. to get the right input 
and a slow um, tour, rather like the way that water pours through or a river pours through, you know, exploring the span of this body from the top to the bottom, to the edges, skin boundary, to the center. Attitude. May this be well. Harmonizing attitude. Avoid concentrating 